and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katya, I'm your host, and today with me is Ken from Manila, Philippines, and Inga from Armenia. Dear listeners, you know what? We, just as always, would like to ask you for a little bit of a favor. So could you please subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, Google, VK or any other platform where you listen to our podcast and let us know what you think. Well, you can rate and review our podcast, give us stars, leave comments, ask questions and feel free to send your ideas about next episodes. You can do that on VK in um, our VK group. You can do that. You can even do that on Instagram, actually. So don't be limited just to, uh, let's say, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We are ready to have your feedback on any platform, anywhere. So it will really help us to know what you would like to be different, what you would like us to talk about. So feel free. We're always there to chat and to listen to your ideas, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and Inga, Ken, I haven't seen you for some time. Yeah. I'm really glad to see you again. <laughs> What have you been up to? Well, What's I'm, it been? I'm happy to be back, but uh, I'm just enjoying the summer. Although it's been um, hot for the past few days, but um, well, it's a lot better than in winter because at least I get to go out, explore, mm -hmm. you know, my surroundings and uh, do something more interesting than just stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, you know, you even in winter, you know, you're not You don't have to stay at home. <laughs> yeah, It's but just, you know, less comfortable to be outside. That's right. Less motivation to go out. <laughs> at least for me. Do you have any kind of a, you know, summer to-do list? You know, um, what I've been doing for the past few weeks now is um, I've been going to a, a lot of different places here in um, Novosibirsk. And in fact, today, after all of my lessons, uh, my friend and I are going to this duck lake. In Akadem Gurador. I don't know how to say that in Russian, but uh, we're going there. So basically in the summer, what I do is I try to go to different places mm -hmm. because I know mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, in winter, I try to lock, quote unquote, lock myself down in my mm -hmm. flat. So mm -hmm. this is my opportunity to go out and explore. Oh, Akadem Gurador is a very nice place, you know, to walk around, especially now, you know, when everything is so green, fresh air. Make sure to buy some, maybe oatmeal or something like that, you know, the grains to feed the ducks. Oh, oh, yeah. Thanks for But reminding me. not bread. Me. Okay. Please okay. don't feed. Why not bread? Yeah, dear listeners, if you ever want to feed the ducks or other birds, don't feed them bread because bread has no nutritional value for them. So they feel full. But they don't get any nutrients. So that's why, you know, and it has a lot of, um, what's it called? Like, you know, carbohydrates. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Something else. There's some other element uh, which actually makes them feel, you know, serious stomach ache. So and that's oh. why they can they can suffer from a serious stomach ache. So please don't feed ducks, swans, geese with bread. It's better to get some grains, you know, especially oatmeal for ducks. All and right. if you put that, you know, in the water, so they wait until it gets soaked, you know, and then they eat it. Although Noted. there are usually yeah. so many people there, so I don't think they're starving, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's a nice, oh, I hope you like this walk. I, I hope so too. Inga, what about you? What have you been up oh, to? Okay, I'm going to work, of course. <laughs> Spend time with my family uh, to go to some places in Novosibirsk, I guess. So 
uh, spending time with my family, actually. Do you have any kind of a to-do list for the summer with your family? Like go to the beach or I, I actually, go skating? I want to visit Altai. I've <gasps> never been there, Altai. you know. Never? Never. How, where, how long have you been living here? For like, oh, it's already 11 years. But OMG. I haven't had right? This is what OMG was invented <laughs> for, for this situation. So I didn't want to go there, actually. But uh, I have seen a lot of interesting photos, beautiful photos from Altai. So I want to visit this year. Do you drive? No. Does your husband drive? Yes, of course. So, well, yeah. I mean, because, you know, if if neither of you drives, for example, then... It's a problem. To yeah, sure. Together. sure. We're going to there by car. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's going to be visit so a lot fun. of interesting places. We'll oh, see. that's a good, that's a good summer summer yeah, plan. I hope so. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. That's so nice that summer's here. We have more activities, activities. more things to right. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yesterday, you know, uh, you know how every year um, the theaters they kind of you know have a break. They go on holiday for the summer. And this year, it's surprising. I think that's because of the pandemic and theaters not working, you know, mm-hmm. last year. But uh, this year, they only go on holiday at the end of July and in the middle of July. So I have my summer plan, which is go to theaters. So yesterday I went to you to an opera. So see, I'm... Wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel very, you know, cultured right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, and uh, yeah, and I think, okay, what would be my, you know, summer to-do list? So, theaters, walks, especially, you know, a trip or two to Akadiam Karadok, going to the zoo, I've done that. And I have a list of places that I want to go to, places meaning restaurants and coffee shops. (laughs) So, I have so far like 20 places that I... That I want to go to, but I think like okay, twenty might be a little bit too much. So I want to go like one place a week. So that's my summer plan. It's a well organized one too, I must say. Like you have really <laughs> listed them down. Like okay, wow. <laughs> I hope you'll be able to visit all of them. Well, I mean, if not during the summer, then you know we have the fall, we have winter, and then. At the end of August, I might have mentioned that, but at the end of August, I'm going to St. Petersburg and I have a list of places that I want to go to there. You, you know, like food I want to try. <laughs> you, you can understand why we're having this topic, you yeah, know, today, because I'm a foodie. <laughs> so I'm a big foodie. And I, I was like, well, I know we've had episodes about food, but I'm like, no, I just can't stop at one or two. I need more. <laughs> so and what's, what's your situation with food actually because i let's say i you have noticed you, you must have noticed by now that i love going to places what about you do you like going to places trying new restaurants cafes of course i guess everybody likes going eating out but actually as for me i prefer cooking at home because i like cooking i I like cooking for my family, for my friends, and I always try to cook something new mm-hmm. and invite my friends. You know, I've got a new recipe. I should try Aww. to cook it and treat you. So they are waiting for my call. Just I'm going to try something new for you. So actually, I like cooking. Do you but sometimes, of course, I go out. I like to try something new in a restaurant or a cafe. But actually, generally, I cook. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a well-equipped kitchen? What's it, what is it uh, like? Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's well equipped with microwave, with stove, with oven, everything that I need for cooking. You know, I it's like a guilty pleasure of mine. I like browsing Pinterest and saving pictures of perfect kitchens, of like kitchen of my dream. 
you know, when I become rich and famous <laughs> and I get this kitchen, you know, with a uh, with a big counter so there's enough space for actually cooking or even better with a kitchen island, you know, like a separate yeah. space uh-huh. for just cooking, you know. So th- that means you love cooking too. Oh God, I love cooking. <laughs> I love cooking so much, but, but I now in an apartment where I live, I have a gas stove. Mm-hmm. And it's convenient to cook, you know, on the stove, but it's so inconvenient to use the oven because, you know, with an electric oven, the heat is, you know, from the top and from the bottom. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're cooking, you know, it gets nicely done, you know, on the on the bottom, mm-hmm. especially if it's a cake. And then you have a nice golden crust on top. So whatever you cook, is going to be perfect. But with gas oven, mm-hmm. the heat is only coming from the downs. Right. So... What are you going to do? So every time I try to make something like a cake, it's not going to get, you know, a golden crust or something. No, <laughs> it's going to be pale as my skin. Like, <laughs> so, and I really, I'm suffering. So every time I want to actually, you know, bake something or cook something, roast something in the oven, I think, okay, I need to go to my mom's place because she has a great oven. Like, and in general, her kitchen has a lot of cooking, you know, space. So all these counters, Oh God, like thousands, I think, you know, these kitchen utensils, whatever you saw ever in a, you know, like utensil shop, like cutlery shop, she has it. Like I'm telling you, she has it. She she must really have the, uh, I mean, passion for cooking. I think it's more like, you know, passion for hoarding or something. (laughs) She's like, you know, what if I need it? I'm like, what if you don't need it ever? She's like, no, I need to have it. Just in case I do need it. So she just loves, you know, having everything and not needing anything. Does yeah. she use it? Well, yeah. Or you use it yeah, when you go the there. Like if it, sometimes it's just it. once a year, but yes. Yes. All right. Not bad. Although not as, you know, often as yeah. she should probably, you know, do. But uh, well, in my case, since we're talking about, you know, food and eating, um, you've started with cooking. Unfortunately, I don't cook. And uh, I know it's funny because I've been living abroad for eight years now, mm-hmm. you know, combined stay in Kazakhstan, five years, three years in Russia. But uh, I've been living off uh, at restaurants, cafes. So um, and you might ask, so why don't you cook or why don't you learn how to cook? Well, um Okay, let's just put it this way. Maybe I just don't have the passion. However, it's funny because I love eating. Uh, although, you know, for the past few years now, I've been, you know, limiting the kinds of food that I eat because I have a stomach problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have um, cut out eating, say, for example, food with onions or if, mm-hmm. there, if there are onions, I try to remove them literally or request the cook to, you know, not include them. Um, what else? Tomatoes. Um, I was, you know... Uh, prohibited mm-hmm. from eating them oh. as well right and um, now uh, I'm cutting down on sweets uh, as well so um, I don't try to eat you know chocolate mm-hmm. including my mm-hmm. favorite dark chocolate w- which makes me want to cry sometimes because really you know, you're not really, even allowed no, no it's not that I'm not allowed but I was uh, told to cut down on well, technically they I've heard I've heard that um, if you eat like one piece of dark chocolate a day you know like one cube right not one bar but you know <laughs> just this tiny little cube it's actually healthy if it's dark chocolate like 70% cocoa. right so yeah but you know um, before this actually I used to eat dark chocolate every evening literally from Monday to Sunday 
And I could finish maybe half a bar or a full bar in one setting in one evening. So, yeah. I can imagine how happy your dentist oh, are. Well. Like, yes, yes, yes. Keep eating chocolate. Ha, 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 ha. One thing more. Chips too. Uh, oh my God, my midnight snack. It's... Yeah, yeah, remember we talked about it when we yeah. had an episode on snacks. Oh. You know, it's 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 funny because I thought, okay, we, well, you had an episode on food um, in one of the first episodes with Sam. Right. Then we had an episode on cooking and snacks, you know, like a year later, or like, I think it was like a year ago. And I, I, I was thinking like, is Ken going to say something different? I mean, like in terms of like things change, yeah, you know, of course, of course. who knows, maybe you have taken a cookery class, you know, but <laughs> no, it's some, still... some things, you know, are stable. The pillars that our universe is standing some on. Some things never change. <laughs> <That> being, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, well, I, I have question first to Inga, then to you, Ken, because there are differences. Inga cooks a lot and you don't. Inga, you say you like to that you like to cook. So when you cook and you try, you know, new recipes, do you follow these recipes to the letter or, you know, do you improvise? Sometimes when it is a really difficult recipe to cook, I try to follow literally every just every word that is written there. But of course, when I know much better how to cook this mm-hmm. food already, this dish, so I try to create something new to add something new and according to my family's taste to mm-hmm. add or to reduce something from there so actually of course it depends on dish mm-hmm. Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by the way i, I just want to ask um do you ask you know family members to evaluate this improvised you know always cooking and they like you know like in 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 shows like you <laughs> yeah, know when you have some kind of play, 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 yeah, like a nine, yeah. <laughs> nine out of ten, eight your out scores, of ten. Please. So I'll always, every, every other time when I just cook something new, I always ask, do you like it? So, when it, hmm, okay, so it's not bad, but okay. It could Would you be like, much okay, better. if you say so it's I'm okay. never going to cook for you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hold so the grudge. Say, oh, come on, it's really great. Just, Mom, it's really tasty when my son says, okay, thank you. So I'm just really pleased to cook for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, wait a second. So when they're not um, exactly pleased with whatever that is that, you know, you've cooked, the, so you take it personally or like you, you feel a bit offended, yeah? Mm, no, it's no, <laughs> so okay. a joke. Okay. <laughs> no, of course not. So, But of course I like when they like it, when mm-hmm. they just want me to mm-hmm. cook mm-hmm. the same thing. So I always ask, do you want me to continue cooking for you? So or I, I should stop here. So no, cook, please, cook. Wow. <laughs> That's really so nice. You know, I, I envy your husband and your, you know, children because... Back in the day, I'm, I'm sorry for, you know, interrupting you, but I just remember when I was a child, it was my grandmother because, you know, I, I grew up with her and she would cook anything and everything under the sun. And she would also ask us to rate it. And, you know, I, I was really honest. I would tell her if, you know, mm-hmm. if I didn't like the dish, if I liked it, which she actually appreciated because um, after that, if I say that I don't like it, she would you know, she wouldn't cook it again or try to <laughs> modify it with mm-hmm. some other ingredients. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's very, you know, sensible and healthy. Yeah. I'd say healthy it, attitude. Instead of getting mad at me, unlike yeah, our yeah. neighbor. <laughs> well, you know, tastes differ. So, you know, it's right. impossible to always cook something that everybody likes. Absolutely. Yeah. With me, um, it depends on what I'm cooking. So let's say if I'm baking, I know that there are recipes that have been, you know, tried out so many times by the cooks who actually wrote them. So they know 
if they say that you need this amount of flour and this amount of sugar, then you need this amount of that flour and this amount of sugar because otherwise something will go wrong. So, and that's why I follow these recipes to the letter. Sometimes there are recipes which I know I can, you know, change a little bit. So let's say when I was cooking um, this Christmas fruit cake, you know, the one that has to... Um, well, when it's cooked, you have to keep it for like three, four weeks, you know, and you have to pour some whiskey or rum on top, mm -hmm. you know, every yeah, week yeah, yeah. so it gets, you know, moist and everything. So I thought, okay, it says raisins, but I know that my sister doesn't like raisins. So I thought, what what difference does it make if I have, let's say, dry apricots or dry mango? So, you know, in this case, I thought... Pff, It'll do much better, I yeah, think. Yeah, like, what's the, what's the difference? Like, it, it suggests these dry fruits and I'm just going to use other, other one. dried fruits. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, I just want to ask, you know, the both of you since you cook or bake, um, I wonder if you have had any situation when it was a bit of a disaster or let's just say... Oh, um, I've had situations when it was not a bit. It was like uh, okay. a disaster with a capital D. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had those. So so what did you do with the dish? Did you still eat it or did you give it away or just, you know, throw it away? So it's been on a degree of disaster, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I would say so, yeah. So but let's say... Actually, I tried to think about something new when it is awful, something else will happen, it's burnt down. I, I don't know. So I tried to create something new quick mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. when I want to feed my family. <laughs> I yeah, well, to. let's say I had cakes that were, you know, burned down, but I would sometimes just cut, you know, this mm. burnt crust, the yeah. black crust, out, you know, off and just eat it. I remember the situation when I was, I think I was around like 11 or mm -hmm. maybe 12. I decided, or like, okay, maybe like 13. I decided to surprise my mom and I found, we had a lot of, you know, cookery books, so cooking books. So, and I found the recipe and decided to, you know, to uh, make the cake. And, you know, I was not surprised you know nothing it was to me it was nothing suspicious about that recipe having one cup of strong tea and one cup of oil mm -hmm. so i you know to me it didn't look suspicious at all so i used that one cup of oil one cup of strong tea and it looked nice but it was so horrible even our dog didn't want to eat it <laughs> oh, so we just wow. my mom was like took a bite and she's like mm-hmm <laughs> okay I'm like it's horrible isn't it she's like yeah it is so we just threw that away <laughs> oh, speaking of which because I've asked uh, Inga earlier um, do you also ask for people's opinion and if they are let's just say brutally honest about it how do you feel or, or oh, well, what do you I say mean, to them it's, it's cooking so I'm just like oh, okay so do you think like I should make it an, another time and just do it differently like or just yeah or just not do it at all. So mm -hmm. I think I'm I'm okay with that. All right. You don't take offense. Oh right? no, no, no. I mean sometimes I cook something and let's say my fiance likes it and I don't. I think like oh god, no. I think <laughs> what I cooked is horrible. Just like no, no, no. That's great. Okay. <laughs> all right. And then, I'm sorry, one more extra question because... Oh, ask all I, you want. Okay. Wanna, that's, what, that's why we're here. <laughs> I just want to know because um, when it comes to cooking, um, did you try to learn it yourself or were you somehow, I don't know, I don't want to use the word force, but were you educated, maybe that's a better term, by your moms or somebody else at home? So when I was a teenager, my mom tried to uh, teach me 
how to cook, what kind of species, what kind of spices to use there, and of mm-hmm. course, how to do it to have beautiful, nice dishes. So when I got married, of course, I tried to uh, take something new from my mother-in-law. And of course, um, I tried to um, cook the things that they like, actually. And of course, it's not a special school to get education like a yeah. cookery school. But from my parents, maybe from my mother-in-law. And did you take pleasure when uh, while you were learning from your mom? Sure, because when I try to cook, I always try to put, as we say, soul and wow. uh, your feelings, your heart, huh. just warm feelings there. And of course, you cook with love because you cook for your beloved wow. people. Wow. That's so interesting. That. Yeah, I was more like, you know, a an experimenter. Because I loved, you know, trying new things. I really wanted to learn how to bake. But nobody ever taught me, you know, like showed me how to do things. It was just, you know, by by experience, you know, like, yeah. So and um, of course, you know, since I lived with my parents uh, until I graduated from school. So they were cooking most of the time. So and then... When I entered university, I had to leave and I moved to Novosibirsk. So, and my dorm life started. And then whether you want it or not, you're going to start to learn how to cook, which was actually funny because let's say I had at least some basic knowledge of how to cook things. And sometimes I would call my mom, you know, like, mom, how do I do this? How do I do that? But at least, you know, I had some basic knowledge, but I had so many situations when there were guys, you know, like 18, 17, 18, 19 years old in the kitchen who were like, Girls, do I do I put salt with to to the eggs? Do I put eggs, you know, into cold water or boiling water? <laughs> that would what be about me. The sausages, <laughs> like oh my sweets, I'm a child. Let me teach you. <laughs> I can so, just imagine myself being taught by you. <laughs> Wait, have you ever cooked? Yeah, in well, my life? well, you know, I was trying to recall that on my way here, and I yes, uh, um, I cooked rice in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fried potatoes. But, uh, but wait, do you cook rice? You mean like you actually boil rice yourself or do you use Boiled a rice cooker? With a rice cooker. I don't know <laughs> I if mean, that that's... counts as cooking. But... Well, it does, but also, you know, it's you just Quite put easy. rice. E- yeah, yeah. Because well, yeah. so, well. rice cookers, you know, they make it way easier. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. But I've also tried without the rice cooker. So... How did that go? Um, it went pretty well because I was trained by my grandmother. However, it, it's funny because um, she taught me how to cook rice. But when it comes to the main dish, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe she thought because we were, you know, all boys and maybe she thought, okay, I, I don't think it's really necessary for you. So she would just ask for some help. Like, can you give me the meat? Can you give me the salt? Aww. I know it's not cooking, but hey, yeah. I assisted in cooking. So wait, so does that mean that you only have like takeaway meals? Mostly, yes. Uh, if we talk about my life now, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I would um, eat out. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess we're going to touch on that later on. But No, we can touch on that now. Oh, okay. So, um, oh my God, the story of my life. Either I <laughs> eat out or buy takeaway, which is, I, I must say, and... I know this, you know, uh, much of my salary actually goes to food. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that's normal. Yeah. 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 That's but I probably spend more because I don't cook. And yeah. uh, I know that, you know, it's quite pricey sometimes. Mm-hmm. I could probably save more if, you know, if I knew how to cook. But yeah, it's been my life. <laughs> 
You know, I um, I have a question. So you know how uh, nowadays, you know, we have the takeaway, but we also have delivery services. And I would like to touch upon that now. So, and of course we can have, you know, food delivered from restaurants and cafes, but uh, have you heard, or maybe you have tried that. So the delivery services that deliver your food for the week, so in it, you know, it's containers and they say breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. dinner, and you can choose the just, you know, just usual food or healthy food. So, and I think since you don't actually cook, that might be something, you know, right up your alley, you know, trying something like that. Have you ever tried that? I've never, but that's actually really interesting. I can send you the link on, on uh, Instagram. I would love for, to. For, 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 for Novosibirsk. Yeah. I would love to. I've never, I've never tried it again, but I think it's really convenient for people who are yes. really busy and yeah. don't work for a long time just up to the end yeah. just because let's say i night. have friends right now and they work and they rent an office so and every day they go for lunch which means they spend one hour of their time first of all and then they spend around like you know at least a thousand rubles you know for both of them so when they decided and then also you know they eat very often unhealthy food so and they decided to give it a try so and they got a menu for the week and they said that at first it was a little first two days they said was so difficult mm-hmm. because you know they uh, chose the healthy food and they chose you know um, how much calories they want to take per per day. So and they said that compared to what they usually would eat, you know, it was difficult. They felt hungry a little bit. They they were tempted to have a snack, but they said after two days. They started to really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they say, like, we don't need to spend time now to cook, to think about what to cook, to think about, you know, all the healthy, unhealthy food. And yeah, it also saves time when they're in an office because they don't have to actually go. They they might grab these containers and go to the park, for example, Mm -hmm. to have to have a lunch on fresh air. So I think that it might be something great, especially if you don't cook anyway. Mm hmm. Uh, so. I, I didn't just have an opportunity to, to I didn't try to deal, to use this delivery system just to mm-hmm. order food but actually I tried to participate in a marathon when I wanted to lose some weight mm-hmm. and they there was a special list of products that you are going to buy with grams actually and oh. you're going to cook according so, to this so this did they list. have did they have like a menu for the week yes and the dishes the yeah. wow. oh, I tried to eat uh, for a month or so so there is no coffee only in the morning. It was really difficult for me not to drink no coffee. coffee only once in, in the morning. And it was really difficult. I had awful headaches, but I got used oh, to it. Oh, it's actually. called, yeah, you know, it's like substance withdrawal. Yeah, that's what a they- lot of water, a lot mm-hmm. of water. You should drink a lot of water. And I just lost, lost I have lost 11 kilograms. No way. Yes. Are you wow. serious? Yes, according to Can this Can you imagine how much healthy food actually means? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But yeah. I'd like to gain your eleven kilograms. <laughs> like, can we? Can we swap right now? Like, really? <laughs> ready to accept? So it worked, really. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I'm reading a book right now, which is called um, "A Tired Human or a Tired Mind," something like that. And it says that very often we actually have, you know, this feeling of fatigue and tiredness and not enough energy because of our diets. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I've been told numerous times that I need to change my diet. I'm like, yeah, I need to do that. Two days ago, my fiance and I were like, yeah, we need to change our diet, get more fruit, more veggies. Yesterday evening, let's go grab a beer, <laughs> you know, with like <laughs> chips. <laughs> well, I think it doesn't hurt 
every once in a while. Like to, yeah, I you agree. Know. I agree. If you have a serious motivation, I guess you will do it. So yeah. if you know that you have a couple of kilograms, just actually, but not 10 or 11. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you have more, you, you will do it. Yeah. Well, we have made a bet that if I don't lose, because I said that I, I want to lose some weight, and we agree, we have agreed that if I don't lose weight, my partner shaves bold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty good motivation, you know. Yeah, a really strong one, I must uh-huh. say. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So wait, so this is about delivery of you know prepared um, food, but you know like. Not just some dish you choose from a, from a restaurant, but like you know, like a menu for the week. So, um, have and do you often order delivery? You know, from a restaurant. So, or do you prefer to go and take away? Well, personally, um, when I was in the Philippines, uh, it was a, a mix. So I would either buy takeaway food or I can order, you know, delivery. Um, but it was no problem because um, normally the restaurants where I order the food from, they're very close to my mm, house. So, mm-hmm. you know, it would take only a few minutes. However, based on what I've heard from my students here in, well, in Novosibirsk, for example, yesterday, one student said, um, he ordered and the food arrived after two hours. It's and so long. I thought, oh, oh no. God, oh, two no. hours. Too long. And yeah. I also remember I had a, a an individual lesson with one, you know, student before. Um, he wanted for us to have, you know, uh, breakfast here. So he ordered and guess what? The lesson was over. It was for an hour and a half and the food still hasn't arrived. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And because of that, I was kind of, well, somewhat discouraged and the other thing is sometimes um you know when they deliver the food um they're unable for some reason unable to locate you and they have to call you sometimes for directions which by (laughs) the way yeah that's the problem because oh god i will have to explain it in russian but how will i do it so in order to avoid this situation I just buy takeaway food or I eat out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't want to be mm-hmm. in this mess. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's a big problem. So, yeah. So we can say that the delivery delivery services have some drawbacks, that right. being time. And, you know, sometimes by the time it arrives, you become really hangry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and... Um, but, what else? Usually don't, the price? But, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, well, I also like the idea of, you know, delivery. Um, as I've said, I, I do it in the Philippines. I just mm-hmm. don't do it here in Russia. You know, there's one uh, delivery which does not deliver, you know, like food from a restaurant. But um, maybe you've seen this like uh, ad all over the city, which is, you know, pink colors. And it says Samakat. Mm-hmm. So it's a new delivery of uh, food, not ready food, although... It depends. But you know, something like if you s- realize that you've run out of milk and you need it or you want to put some something on your toast in the morning, so you can use this service and their policy is that they deliver it within 15 minutes. Wow. They have a very limited range of uh, things they have in an app because they don't go, you know, to a shop and buy it and then deliver it, but they have special points mm. around the city mm-hmm. which have, you know, like little stores, you know, uh, where they pick up the food and deliver it. So, and I realized so once I was cooking in the morning, and I have realized that well, I realized that I had ran out of run out of um, flour. It was, and I thought, well, if I'm ordering flour, I might as well, you know, order some coconut milk for my coffee and something sweet. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes, and it was eight a.m. 
10 minutes. Oh, great. Wow. Literally, when, when the delivery guy, you know, knocked on my door, I was like, you're like a lightning, like so <laughs> fast. And he's like, yeah, it's not even Flesh. my first delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Flesh. I was like, wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I think that's a great service. That's a, that's a great service. Yeah. That's a great service. And for that service, I was not, I was ready, like, you know, mm -hmm. to leave some extra tips, which wow. apparently the guy did not expect. He was like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Inga, do you avail of a delivery service or what? Oh, so Generally, we go to the shop with my husband after work. So whatever we need, we buy there. And mm. we don't just order. We don't just, I don't know. It's just not, not it's for just, us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. yeah. yeah you, Sometimes we order pizza, of course, mm -hmm. pies when we are really hungry or we have mm -hmm. just unexpected guests. We, I was just about to, to ask you about pizza. Yeah. Uh, but uh, actually, I try to cook. I try to go to the shop mm. on my own and buy whatever I want there to buy. But... I think I should try once. Yeah. Oh, well. Just, you know, for the sake of <laughs> trying. <laughs> yeah. try, to, try to buy something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well since we've uh, touched upon and we started talking about deliveries, do you think that um, pandemic, you know, has contributed to the, to the development of that? I, I really think so. Because, you know, for example, in my country, especially last year when there was a real lockdown, mm -hmm. my goodness, people's lives depended on, you know, delivered food. Mm -hmm. um, however, I must say, and uh, I remember it because I read it from the news, there was one famous actress who contracted the virus without going out. <clears throat> I'm sorry. But and her suspicion is that the food may have been uh, infected or the delivery guy may have been infected because how else could she have gotten, you know, the virus? Mm -hmm. So it was what you know it opened everybody's minds like oh my god you also have to be careful with that so well you know of course you know if you when you grab the food if you you know touch something or if nobody is wearing a mask like yes that's a risk but do you remember how people were well let's say a little bit paranoid maybe or scared well well everybody everybody was at the beginning of the pandemic and they washed you know whatever they everything. would buy yeah they would wash you know the bottles the with packs soap, of chips with like everything it's almost yeah. like an obsession but yeah, it, yeah. it's real it, it it happened and i suppose it's still happening but i think that the pandemic uh you know gave rise to these delivery services and it contributed to the better service mm -hmm. and faster delivery because i think before before the pandemic hit not many restaurants had been you know part of this delivery system they would just not why, why, why would they they would have a lot of customers you know coming in anyway so what's the point so you know but once it started a lot of businesses realized that hey people now you know if we want to survive of course yes but now you know that everything is more or less that everything was more or less back to normal before, mm -hmm. before until very recently. So they had people coming in, no vacant places even, but still they had a lot of people who would order delivery. And I think that has my life, for example, and mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure lives of millions of other people so much easier. 
And so much easier. You know, uh, on the part of the business, it actually saved the business. And mm-hmm, I'm glad that, mm-hmm. you know, the others considered this idea because otherwise, if they just went with the traditional one waiting for customers to come to their restaurants, then they wouldn't earn any mm-hmm, money at all. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. well, good for them. You know, it's not just for the consumers, but the business owners as well. Yeah. And it's great that you've got a choice. So there are a yes, lot of delivery yes. companies. So right. if someone got these delivery companies quicker than the others and you, mm-hmm. you are going to order food there. And of course, it's a... It's yeah. A good... yeah, we have a lot of variety. Yeah, I have a feeling that, you know, this has made me a little bit lazier because every time, you know, we're just sitting like, I want something sweet. Yeah, me too. Do you want to go grab something over that? I'm like, you can just order delivery and not go anywhere <laughs> and not even leave the apartment. And that's bad. Like, that's legit bad. But it's also so convenient. You know, Very every time I need something, I'm really tempted to just have it delivered rather than go somewhere. I can relate very well because <laughs> every time I go back to the Philippines, well, as you know, I don't cook. So I my life always depends on delivery or eat out, whatever. But mostly the reason you know, for me, why I would um, opt for delivery, it's because I'm just too lazy. I would think like, oh my God, if I go out, I need to dress up. I need to, uh, I don't need all these things. I can just call, you know, Mm -hmm. this restaurant and have my food delivered. So yeah, I know it's, it was a bad habit and yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I can relate. <laughs> While you were talking, I just thought, oh my God, you're talking about my life in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> so and what about, uh, let's say, eating out? So Inga, you said that you still go to places sometimes. So how often? How often does that happen? You mean eating out? Yeah. Um I try to do it once a week. With once a week. At the Aww. weekend. So it's like a family tradition. Yeah, family go- tradition. Aww. That is so nice. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. I try to have that <laughs> once a week. But do you know this uh, banking app, which is Tinkoff Bank? So yeah. I have I have that uh-huh. card. And this app, you know, sometimes I have a feeling that sometimes it shames me, but... Once a month, it has a quiz. So in last month, I was like, oh, quiz, quiz about my expenses. Oh, cool. Let's have a look. <laughs> and it says, quiz, Katrina, try to guess how many times in May or like in April, in April, you paid in restaurant and cafes. Options, 45, <laughs> 52, like 70. I'm like, I don't like this quiz. Wow. <laughs> like, no. And then they're like, you spend on cafes and restaurants more than 90% of other users. I'm like, I'm... I'm sure that's not true. And you're just trying to shame me on that one. Are you following me? <laughs> like, but then, but then it also, you know, gave me food for thought. I'm like, okay, I should stop going to places that often. Like I really love, I'm a foodie. I love mm. good food. So, nice food. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's not just, you know, going to have a bite or going, you know, just to have lunch. No, I'm going because I want something specific. I mm-hmm. want good food or good drinks. So, and yeah, but still when I saw how much and how many times, I'm like, okay. Of course, you know, coffee shop counts too, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the app. Yeah. And I buy coffee almost every day. So, yeah. So again, there is nothing wrong with eating out. It's yeah. quite okay, but it's really expensive. When you go, yeah, when yeah. you're eating out regularly on a regular basis, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Really. Amen. But of course, you you should 
you should go somewhere with your partner, with your family members. I don't know, well, uh, with the, your friends, just try something new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And of and course, you know, yeah. business, of course. And also, you know, there are a lot of things that I don't think I will be able to, you know, to cook at home. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, last time we, uh, well, not last time, but let's say sometimes, uh, some time ago we went uh, to a restaurant, we had mochi cakes, Mm -hmm. you know, the Japanese ones. I don't think I'll ever be able to make them. You need like what, bean paste or something. No. Of course, there are some ingredients that like, you will never yeah. find here in Yeah. Or, you know, I, I know that I would screw up, you know, mm-hmm. let's say Tata, mm-hmm. raw meat. Oh, I have plenty of opportunities to screw that up and just get, you know, like food poison. Mm-hmm. So, no, sometimes I'd rather go and try, you know, something. And that's why I have this list, you know, of things that I want to go and get in St. Petersburg, like, you know, like Japanese fluffy pancakes, you know. Wow. <laughs> or the cannoli. Or takoyaki. Oh, God. Yeah. So, wait. And where do you prefer to eat out? Like, what type of food do you usually have when you eat out? What kind of places is that? I don't want to sound stereotypical, but it's obvious that I'm Asian. So, (laughs) I go to, well, Asian restaurants. um, For example, Ichiban. So, they have, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's like Pan-Asian because they serve Korean, you know, Chinese uh, Would you recommend uh, this place? Um, it's quite good. The The prices are affordable. Well, I guess I can. Although I've also heard from other people, they don't seem to like the place. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I really like it because um, especially the one near Pervamaisky Square, I mm-hmm. think the space is just enough. And then the atmosphere, you know, when you go to a place, it's not just the food sometimes that, mm-hmm. you know, it's you, the atmosphere you're yeah. after, but also the atmosphere, you know, the kind of music they play. Mm-hmm. Is it spacious enough? So those are some of the factors. But you know, to answer your question, yes, I go to mostly to restaurant, um, sorry, Asian restaurants. And there's one near my flat. It's kind of like a cafeteria that's run by uh, uh, Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. And I often go there to have pho, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. soup. Oh, yeah, it's so um, good. And of course, rice. I mean, uh, it's hard to live life <laughs> without, without rice. rice. <laughs> that's why, you know, sometimes when I... For example, buy takeaway. I just want to divert a little bit and go back to, you know, like buying takeaway. Um, I always have to have rice. Otherwise, if I can't find rice, then I will have buckwheat for, I mean, as a substitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because- well, it's like we have, you know, like bread or something like that or, you know, some kind of a side dish. It's so kind of bread just- for you, right? Yeah. Have you, um, have you been able to find me uh, good ramen here? Um, well, that's an interesting question. Because I've realized that this might be some kind of a challenge to find a good ramen. Because I've never, I haven't found one, like a really, really, you know, I would say authentic Japanese ramen. Yeah, Yeah, neither have I. And yesterday I was asked um, by, well, by a person who came to visit Novosibirsk. And I know you'll be listening to this episode. (laughs) So hello there. So, and she asked me, are there any authentic Chinese restaurants in Novosibirsk? And I've realized that I have no idea. I can't think of any authentic Mm -hmm. restaurants. Do you happen to know? Oh my God, I wish I took note of the name. It, it was just suggested by a friend of mine. I, we haven't been there yet, but he has been. And he said that next time that we're going to meet, he's going to take me there. Uh, but okay. Do you happen to remember where it is? 
Um, it's near the how do you call this? Is that the central library, the big one? Um, oh, okay. in uh, ob, uh, ob, the, Oktoberskaya. Uh-huh. Ooh, I need There's to... one near near that place. If I recall, I'm gonna you know. Oh yeah, please, tell you later please on. tell me. <laughs> yeah, I've realized that I have no idea. I've never seen an authentic Chinese and, place and, in here. You know, from the outside, I can tell it's really you know Chinese. Even mm-hmm. you know um, the the decorations. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, well, I'd like to believe that it's really authentic, but my friend said it is real. Don't well, worry, I think, you're, I think you're gonna love it. I think it depends on who it is run by. Yeah, because let's say we have a lot of authentic Vietnamese places that are run right. by Vietnamese. So, and in this case, you know that the food is going to be, you know, authentic, authentic and exactly. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not as they call like adapted mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Inga, what about you? What kind of food do you usually have when you eat out? Um, actually, we try to go to Armenian or Georgian cuisine restaurant or a cafe so it's uh, i can name a uh, restaurant gavar mm-hmm. it's uh, near washitkalinina and uh, uh, there is a georgian it's not actually a restaurant or something like that mm-hmm. it's just a cafe hachupuri oh i there know that one yeah delicious oh, okay. <laughs> food. yes it's really nice and uh, when it comes to pizza, my son likes Percini mm-hmm. or Papa John's. So this cafe, yeah, Papa so John's, they, yeah. they like, the the, they the like international, yeah. yeah. You know, what I have noticed that um, if, let's say, ten years ago, Novosibirsk was all you know crazy about pizza, about burgers. Mm-hmm. Now there is a new, well, let's say a trend, maybe, but people got to really like Georgian food. And we have so many cool restaurants with Georgian food because I think it's also, you know, very homey. Mm-hmm. Yes, homey. And it's very, you know, it feels like home, really, this type of food. I really like to go to places it's like the that. The atmosphere and it's really tasty, really There tasty. is one cool restaurant of Georgian cuisine in Akadziam Gradok. Uh, it's called Chlepinino. And it's, you know, God, the food is just so great. Mm-hmm. And when you order something, while you're waiting, they bring you, you know, freshly baked hot bread with some sauce. So the same thing with Khachupuri. <gasps> when you're waiting, they're... Oh, I think it's like the same... They bring, yes, They have maybe. the same owners. Maybe. Wow. It's and, just, you know, uh, since the locations are different, yeah. And I'm just wondering, are they run by real Georgian people? Or? I think so, yeah. I yeah. think so that if they have the same menu, they, they mm-hmm. know how to mm-hmm. treat you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can see that, you know, in how things are cooked, you're like, oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's becoming a new, like a really new trend. Yeah, people people really get to like it. Yeah. All it's right. Different cuisine, different styles, different food, different right. tastes yeah. differ, so you can try whatever you want. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day when Novice Bears have, because let's say we have almost everything. We have Italian cuisine, Georgian, hopefully authentic Chinese, Vietnamese. We have Israeli food, mm. but I'm really looking forward to the day when we have Spanish food. And by Spanish, I mean a place with tapas mm-hmm. or something like that. So this type of paella. Oh God, a good paella, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I really want to try good, real paella. Yeah. One day, one day. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, Novosibirsk is developing like crazy in terms of, you know, food in- mm-hmm. infrastructure. We like food over here. I think more than in most places in Russia, really. We mm-hmm. have a lot of cool and really, you know, high quality, quality right. food places. Yeah. 
So when is so is food because there is this you know misconception and stereotype maybe that food in cafes and restaurants means that it's unhealthy food. So is it always the case or no, not necessarily. Not. No, because um, you know, of course, you always have some options, and you know, different restaurants offer different things and they can even have a healthy option um, including you know vegetarian if yes. you mm-hmm. are a vegetarian mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't think that it's always unhealthy I, I don't think so mm-hmm. yeah and I know that now there are places who specialize on healthy food on vegetarian food you know and they have you know this policy like no unhealthy food no fried mm-hmm. food I think that's great that we have places like that too yeah right so, so let's, let's uh, you know, kind of sum it up um, about uh, eating out and home cooking. So what are the pros and cons of each? So let's say home cooking. What are the good sides? Okay. I, oh, Go ahead. You're like, <laughs> since I am a professional here. You're the expert. <laughs> no, I'm going to speak about its advantages as well. Okay. Okay. So let's begin with advantages. So uh, cooking is fun. Of course, when you cook with your family members, everybody's busy. You, you help. Ken, Ken is like, other. yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but he really. should try. I guess he should try. No, once. no, no. <laughs> uh, I understand you because, um, of course, when you cook, sometimes you don't just do it alone. You do it with the rest of the family. And yeah. although I didn't, you know, technically cook the food, I helped. Yeah. In so, cutting. It's, yeah, of course. It's also kind of a help. Mm-hmm. You cut, I just add, someone mixes. Yeah. You interact with people yeah. while you yeah. do. So it's fun. It gives it's you an fun. opportunity to interact yeah. and communicate. Okay. Uh, you will learn a lot about nutrition. So, you know, what ingredients are there. And uh, if you want to be fitter, of course, you know what kind of ingredients to put there to be fitter, not to put much oil or I don't know. Yeah, I would say so you might learn. You might. Because let's sure. say when I cook, I have no idea about nutrients or anything. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I don't know much about it. You can make your family members or friends happy because uh, when you cook something new, they are impressed and you can feel just you can feel more confident when they give you compliments. You know, it's and really you know, it's just masterpiece. You just said friends and family. And you know this saying like, the way to a man's heart, you know, is through, through the stomach. stomach. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, you know, that one, that might work too. And with that said, cooking is also a great expression of love. Yeah, Absolutely. It, you know, they say that it's, um, in psychology, they say that there are five love languages. The, the love language of time, of gifts. And one of them is, if I'm not mistaken, the food. So when you want to actually, you know, like, Pay attention to your significant other by feeding them. Yeah. <laughs> so compliments, right? You Compliment. will be quite happier when you so, yeah. get so just compliments from your friends. So s- fishing for compliments. Yeah. For the <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> just cooking something for fishing compliments, right? <laughs> okay, I can mention... Um, uh, you can cook with, lar- with large portions and put it in the freezer and eat it later. A meal prep. So if you're busy, right, you can put it in the freezer. Oh, actually, yeah, I used to do the meal prep uh, when I was quite busy and at my partner at the time. So let's say I would come and do the meal prep for the whole week for both of us, like then store it in containers. And then, you know, I would know like this is for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and so mm-hmm. on. Like that was that was saving a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, the next one is there is no special dress code at home. 
You can wear <laughs> yeah, a oh, well. whatever you want, casual style, yeah, casual clothes. You can eat, you know, your of course. bowl of pasta your while pajamas. wearing yeah, yoga <laughs> pants. Right. You don't have to dress up or just uh, to go out to a fancy restaurant. So it's, it's quite okay. convenient, right? All right. And, mm-hmm. and of course, saving money. It's really yeah. important factor just to save mm-hmm. money. You don't, you, you save money when you uh, cook yes. at home. Yes, I think this, this might be, you know, one of the biggest... Uh, advantages yeah. yeah and the other thing is um you know if you care about your health or that of your family then you would go for healthier ingredients mm-hmm. so of you course. know that the ingredients mm-hmm. are safe as opposed to you know later on we're going to talk about you know eating out and sometimes you don't know exactly what kind of ingredients they oh, add yes. into your food yes oh, but you with can never home- do you have sure, allergies yeah. exactly. or not of course yeah and you've can choose the food by yourself going to a shop just trying to whatever you want to choose. Yeah, you know yeah. you can see the so we can say that product. one this is one of the biggest disadvantages of eating out right. you can never be sure that you know you can never be sure about the ingredients Exactly. And you can never be sure that if you have an allergy, you're not going to have this allergen. Technically, of course, they say, you know, they know like this meal contains, let's say, nuts Mm -hmm. or milk or something. But I have had at least two situations when I had my coffee and I drink lactose, let's, so let's say like lactose free milk or some kind of alternative like plant based milk because I am lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. So I had a situation when I think the barista just mixed that up Mm. and used regular milk and, you know, lactose free and regular milk, they taste the same. And oh God, I had to cancel my classes because, you know, I was feeling so bad. And usually, you know, the reaction starts in about like half an hour. Mm-hmm. God. And usually, you know, that moment is it's just so horrible. And I came back the next day. I'm like, you stop. <laughs> like seriously. Like, is that such big of a difference? Like a huge one. Wow. It's like you don't give peanuts to a person who's allergic to peanuts, you know, mm-hmm. unless you want them to die. So I'm like, it's serious. So, yeah. Okay. So, and what are the disadvantages of home cooking? Of course, there are some disadvantages as well. <laughs> it's not just pluses, but there are some minuses as well. So, it's time consuming. The first oh, yes. one that I can mention is time consuming. You have to have a lot of time to yeah. cook. I think that is the but number one disadvantage. Yes, yes. When you come home late, of course, you're exhausted and you need some time to cook. Of course, it's much more convenient to grab yeah, yeah, you're very from tempted from your fast, yeah. fast food chain or restaurants on, or eating out. Yeah, and of course, it's more convenient to do it. Although, luckily, you know, nowadays we have technology at our side. Mm-hmm. So let's say I am. Well, I have lots of classes, so I'm not always, you know, ready to cook. But I have a multi cooker, so I put like everything, all the ingredients inside. Together, just <laughs> yeah, and you because you don't have to do that, you know, separately. Like first, you have to uh-huh. do this, then you know, boil something. That would take time. But with a multi-cooker, very often you have recipes like put everything into one pan. Don't even mix it yet. Push a couple of buttons. One hour later, it's ready. You just have to mix, you know, like to stir it. Mm-hmm. You're done. Mm-hmm. I love okay. this. That's that's my type of cooking. Mm-hmm. That or in an oven. When you just put it in an oven, forget about it for like 40 minutes. Ta-da! <laughs> Dinner's ready. ready. Everybody, everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my level of cooking very often. Yeah. All and right. The next disadvantage is... Just you have to wash dishes, oh. <laughs> of course, and the kitchen looks like a mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. And of course, it's also time consuming. So sometimes if you have a dishwasher, so there is some manual work to do after all. So it's also a disadvantage. Yeah. 
I think when I when I move into my own place, like when I have like my own apartment or something, the first thing I'm going to buy is a dishwasher. Really, the first mm. thing. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm raining. This is one thing that I wish I had. Seriously. Okay. So if you have a lot of guests, I guess. So if you have a small flat, of course, it's. Um, I can say impossible to have all of them in the same place mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm. just cook, to treat them in a small flat. Of course, it's convenient to go out yeah. to try something new with your friends in a restaurant. And it's also a disadvantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what about eating out? What are oh, the- Wait, one oh, second. Okay. I just want to add. And one more thing about home cooking is that you always have to think, what am I going to prepare for lunch? What about for dinner or yeah. for the entire week? You know, you're always oh, uh, preoccupied. It's not for the entire week. It's for your entire life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you have see? you noticed, yeah. have you noticed like 90% of conversations, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a household is like, what are going to do? You know, what are going to, what are we going to make for dinner tomorrow? What are we going to eat tomorrow? All the time. You know, when I was, uh, when I was young, I looked at my parents every single day. They were like, what are we going to cook tomorrow? What's for dinner tomorrow? What's for lunch tomorrow? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't pay much attention to that at that time. Now I'm like, what are we having for dinner tomorrow? All the time. It's like number <laughs> one question now. And you have to constantly think. And you're like, oh God, is that is that our whole life right I now? I guess it's much more difficult to think about what to cook. Yeah, yeah to rather cook. than to cook. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. To cook. By the way, it's not just the cooking process itself because mm-hmm. the grocery will come in because of course you're going to have to think of the ingredients. And then when you go Make to the supermarket and then go, oh, yeah. you're yeah. going to have to find them. You see, the it's idea not that just, what to cook is yeah. just oh, problematic. Yeah, you yeah. see, that's why my life is easy. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, especially you know for for people you know who use that type of delivery that delivers food for the week. Right. Problem solved. <laughs> it's true. That's One more true. disadvantage I should mention that uh, so Kari has already mentioned about. Uh, oh, come on, I have. I don't want to go out to the shop. Just to, <laughs> I, I'm really just tired. I don't. I don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's really problematic. It's really big problem to go out mm-hmm. and to the groceries and to buy something. So that's yeah. why I would also add. You know, when you actually do go outside and you do buy groceries. You have to carry it all, you know, yeah. back to the home. And That's sometimes you have like thing. five bags of food and you're like, oh my goodness. Really, <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I can personally relate, by the way, although I don't cook, I know. But back in the day when I was a kid, my grandmother, oh my goodness, all of us would carry bags, you know, mm-hmm. of, of groceries. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just awful. Yeah. But the result is fantastic. Yeah, I know, I know. If you know how to cook, yes. yeah. And if it's cooked really well, then it's really satisfying. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and what about eating out then? What are the pros and cons of that? Well, I think one obvious um, advantage is um, it saves time, especially mm-hmm. if you go to a place that's, you know, when food is really served quickly, because, you know, mm-hmm. it's also another thing going to a restaurant and you're going to wait for, you know, a long time for your order. But <clears throat> in most cases, yeah, it, it saves time. You don't have all the problems anymore that we have 
enumerated earlier mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. home cooking. So it's about the planning, it's about the groceries whatsoever. So saves time. What else? Uh, and when you eat out sometimes, if it's a really lovely restaurant, as I've mentioned earlier, it's not just the food, the atmosphere, the music. Yeah. yeah. And um, there you have plenty of options because all mm-hmm, you have to do is to mm-hmm. just point out what do you want? This, that, this. Mm-hmm. And if the service is good, of course, you also feel good Everybody's because yeah. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. waiter or waitress, you know, is very, very polite and you also feel good. So you I see? agree. I agree. You also go for, for an atmosphere, you know, you enjoy just, your time yeah, with your yeah, friends yeah, and absolutely. don't waste your time on cooking. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, you can also, you know, when you choose a place to go to, you're like, okay, how do I feel today? <laughs> a fancier place? Uh, you know, neon decorated place or something different. You yeah. see, there's like a theme. And um, in addition, you can also match your clothes to the place that you're going to. If mm-hmm. you feel like you feel mm-hmm. fancy today, okay, I want to look rich. Yeah, opulent <laughs> yeah, I want to get yeah. dressed to kill today. <laughs> High heels. High heels, yeah. So, yeah, you would go, yeah, of course you won't go there to a burger place, for example. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Of course, there are disadvantages to that, which are? Well, you would spend more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a living proof. I could have probably saved already more if I haven't been going out a lot just to eat, you know, eat out. I can physically feel how my banking app agrees with (laughs) you right now. Oh, speaking of I could have saved more. This app as well Uh sometimes tells me, you know... um, If you had been, like, if you were investing, you would have saved, you know, let's say, uh, like, 100,000 by now. I'm like, (laughs) would I have, though? So, yeah, it constantly reminds me of that. Oh, my God, it makes you guiltier. I know, right? (laughs) I know. It's like passive aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Shaming. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So yeah, it's yeah, it's very money consuming. It's you you tend to spend way more money. Yeah, that's true. The other uh, disadvantage is uh, apart from you, you don't know sometimes what ingredients they have in the food, but uh, the, the preparation itself, uh, you know, we're, we're not yeah. just talking about, you know, high end restaurants, the really luxurious ones, but oh, there are some, yeah. you know, like um, somewhere in the middle. And I, you know, sometimes I have doubts like, did they use gloves? Did they touch yeah. my food? You never know because yes. there are some irresponsible cooks. You don't know what, you know, what happens behind, you know, the kitchen because yeah. only yeah. the people who prepare your food, you know, know. Have you ever had a situation when uh, you were brought your food and there was like a hair on <laughs> it or something like that? Mm-hmm. Have you? Um. Yeah. You know, as much as I would like to create a scene, but then... I just tell myself, okay, maybe it's just a mistake. You can just, you know, remove it. But uh, at least it's not um, uh, in the food per se. It was just on the side. Yeah, so I just, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll just excuse it. But of yeah. course, it's still unpleasant. It is. I mean, I've had situations when there was, you know, a hair on on the food itself. But it depends on the mood. Sometimes I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. And there's one 
trick. Because you know, when you have this, you usually ask to replace your food, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. like, can, can, can you please replace that? I don't want to eat, you know, food mm-hmm. with hair in it. There's one trick as uh, to how, how to know that it's now the same plate brought back of to course. you. Of course. So I, I want to say that they, they will just remove it and bring back yeah. it to you. <laughs> Always put hell of a lot of salt on it before you ask that. Mm. Like hell of a lot of salt on it. And then if they bring it back and you taste it and it's hella salty. That means they have brought the same thing back to you. Mm-hmm. So then you would you then you have all the right to make a scene. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but I would say that depending on the situation, I would usually just you know just take this hair away and just continue eating. Because I mean, yeah, things yeah. happen. I mean, I don't know. I think that's not I the think worst. It's not that, a problem. Yeah, that's not the yeah. worst thing that can it's end up in my... Yeah. And as long as they wash their hands, you and, know. And besides, you know, uh, I think it's unintentional anyway. I mean, of course, who of would course. want to put a strand yes. of hair on, on yeah, somebody of course, else's of course. food? Let me yeah. put my hair there. So, yeah, of course. So things happen. Right. And yeah. Well, unless it's, you know, a very long and you're like, okay, no. I have my limits. You know? Or maybe you had an argument with a waiter and then the waiter, for some reason, okay, I don't want to say yeah, it because yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there might be some listeners who are eating right now. So I don't want to gross them out. Okay. So, and um, I wanted to ask you as well about traveling. So, because, uh, so when you travel, do you tend to cook when you travel or do you tend to only eat out? So what's the, what's the situation like? So it happened so that uh, we were in Malaysia and uh, we were in a hotel. It was just, I don't know, it was maybe a kind of a special hotel with kitchen. Oh, there, you had like an, yes, apo- like, you know, apartment, an apartment. Like an apartment, yeah. right. Wow. So we, sometimes uh, we bought products, just food from the shops and I cooked in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we were eating out, so... Mm-hmm. different things. You know, uh, I'm sorry to ask, but this is interesting for me because you're supposed to be on holiday and, y- you know, just in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm thinking you shouldn't be doing this and that. You should be relaxing, but you Sometimes do cook, in, yeah? in the morning, so we just we didn't want to go to cafes early mm-hmm. in the morning. So I cooked something mm-hmm. for our breakfast. But during our daytime, of course, we were out. Mm-hmm. We tried to eat out and mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Okay. I would and also all, say that only depends in the on morning. Your, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also say that depends on your budget because let's say I tend to eat out when I'm traveling. But so let's say uh, when I went to London the last time, I had legit like 6,000 rubles with me for several days. So that's not the money you can, you know, you go with when you want to eat out. No. So and I was staying with a friend of mine and I would just, you know, I can, I think after that I can write a guide like a broke, a broke's guide, you know, to London because I had literally, I was broke. So I would go to a 99 pence shop, like one pound shop, buy, uh, there was a set of like two yogurts for a pound, then a pack of like six buns for a pound and uh, some bananas for a pound. Three pounds, I would have breakfast for two days. And then in the evening, I would usually, you know, buy some pasta or something like that, uh, canned tuna or, you know, some ground meat, depending on the price. And I would usually go to a supermarket late in the evening when they're trying to, you know, get rid of the stuff that Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, which Mm -hmm. is about Mm -hmm. to expire. Mm -hmm. So, and I was like, okay, so I've saved, you know, a pound here, a pound there. So, but I was cooking. So, because I knew I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be able to afford, you know, going and buying something somewhere. So, so I guess now. early in the morning, so there were no cafes open, so where mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, so so and during that that trip to London, for example, I only cooked. I didn't eat out anywhere because, well, you know. And the good thing is, it brought out the creativity in you. you oh know? yeah, being broke <laughs> always does. Being broke always does. Whether you're traveling or staying at home, yes, you will find ways. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Suddenly, you know, you're able to make a hundred dishes out of, you know, potatoes only. That's true. That's true. That works. So, Ken, does that mean that you usually eat out when you travel since you... Well, well, it's... Oh, well, okay, yeah, sorry. (laughs) My bad, my bad. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, well, even if I, you know, even if I could cook, I still would eat out because for me, when you're traveling, I don't want to be bothered by things like this like Mm -hmm. i just want to relax i want to see sights and yeah why should i cook even if i could it's just for me of course because you have a different uh, situation yeah Yeah. well and sometimes we travel to eat yeah you know like gastro tour oh like me and my like upcoming saint petersburg trip like literally Mm -hmm. food places (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure i'll be able to go to all of them because there are so many but i'll do my best i'll do my best yeah so and tell me um it's not really related to eating out or cooking as such but i just wanted to touch upon the thing that is quite widespread you know in the u.s which is potluck so do you know what potluck is? so i guess it's something that you have in your fridge and you're ready to share with your guests um, okay, because we have that culture uh, of potluck. Um, for example, it's a beach outing. Um, whoever are part of that beach outing, each person is expected to bring yeah, some something. food with oh, them. Okay. So, for example, when we went to the beach, w- when I was in the Philippines, it was my Japanese course and, you know, mm-hmm. end of the course outing. So everyone brought something. Like in my case, um, I brought a cake. The others mm-hmm. brought spaghetti, the you know sweets, yeah. Yeah. drinks. Yeah, it's like assigned to each person. Yeah, like everybody knows that bring your own bottle, right? So well, it's yeah. Like so that. it's yeah. So it's not only you know drinks, but it's whatever you want to bring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and because this is, I think, one of the differences in our cultures, maybe because in Russia, if you invite guests over. You are the one who's responsible for food. Mm-hmm. You may mm-hmm. just ask, you know, them to bring something to drink if they want to. But I've noticed that in the US, when you go to a party or something like that, or someone's inviting guests over, they say, okay, so, hey guys, a party at my place, potluck. So that means, you know, you can bring snacks, chips, uh, drinks. If you want, you can bring some big meal. But usually, you know, since it's a party, you would bring you know some type of like hummus veggies maybe so yeah you are free to bring whatever like casserole it's yeah it's totally up to you and i think we should have this culture too i think it's really convenient do they say to each person so you should bring this one one because we have already someone who is bringing a cake or you just say potluck and then whatever people want to bring they bring that so you never know what what you will end up having mm-hmm. so but that's the fun of it yeah. right right although uh, okay in some cases because well good thing you mentioned that um just it, well uh, that's the real idea of, of potluck however sometimes if you just want to be a little more organized and, yeah and, yeah you know so that there won't be any repetition because what if mm-hmm. somebody you know brings so the uh, same cake cake and mm-hmm. then another one 
cake Sandwiches. and everyone yeah. brings a cake. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be, you know. A diabetes party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the diabetes party. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 All righty. Well, I'm actually um, a little bit curious about our listeners' experience. So do you guys like to cook or are you obsessed with eating out <laughs> like some of us might be? Wink, me, wink. Me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah, and my banking app is like, ha, 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 too. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if so, um, I mean, if you prefer to cook, Why is that? What do you like cooking? If you like eating out, what kind of places do you like? And what about traveling? I think it's like, you know, not a controversial, but, you know, something fun to talk about. So remember, feel free to uh, leave comments, uh, especially in our VK group, because this is where we answer the fastest and we just like chatting there because I think we're all there, like all of our teachers are there. So, yeah, we usually interact so thank you so much ken thank you so much inga it was really fun to talk about it thank you very interesting (laughs) and thank you dear listeners for listening so that was the big apple school podcast and today we discussed eating out versus home cooking Remember, if you struggle to understand any part of our conversation, you are always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can click on the podcast itself. And when you start listening, you can click on the script and you'll see a very interactive script. So which makes it a hundred times easier to understand our conversation. So you can also visit the website itself and find a hell of a lot of more content there. And if you want to get even more content to learn English, you can follow us on any social media where you are, such as Instagram, VK, YouTube, Telegram, and so on. Just search our name, which is again, Big Apple School. So that was Katya and my guests for today were... Ken. And Inga. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.